the Auto Line Studios. Here is your host, John McElroy. Want to thank you all for joining us on AutoLine this week. We're going to be talking about buying and selling cars, both new and used, because boy, is there a lot of change going on in the marketplace. And I've got three experts to talk about what's going on in that marketplace, including Scott LaRiche from Lou LaRiche Chevrolet, also the, the chair of the North American International Auto Show in Detroit for 2015. We've also got Jim Preter with Costco. Yes, Costco. You're going to love to hear the story about how they are involved in selling cars. And Larry Dominique is the president of Automotive Lease Guide, also an executive vice president with True Car, the parent company. It's great to have all three of you here on AutoLine this week. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thanks, Thank John. you very much. Well, Scott, let me start with you. You're, you're a car <clears throat> dealer. I got to believe that the way people come in and shop or maybe don't come in but still <laughs> shop is very different than it was just a decade ago. Well, it absolutely is. A decade ago, uh, people would take maybe three to five weeks looking for a vehicle. Uh, and they would visit maybe four to five dealerships in that process. Now, with the advent of the computer and the internet and everything that goes with that and all the research that they can do, people are only visiting, as an average, one and a half dealers. So we know when someone comes in or calls to check on a vehicle, they're ready to buy. So that's the biggest change. It's that time uh, squeeze that we're seeing. But has the sales process changed as well? You know, in, in the older days, it seems to me, my perception is mm -hmm. there was more selling. There was more of the sizzle going on than just processing paperwork. That's absolutely right. People would come in not knowing what they want. So the salesperson would spend a little more time showing the vehicle and doing a walk around. Now people come in armed with a piece of paper. This stock number is what I want. And it, is, it does uh, even you know, shrink that amount of time as well. But there's still a little bit of excitement uh, when people come in. They want to smell the car. They want to drive the car. They want to you know, see if the payment that was in that paper or that they saw online is exactly what they can get it for. And so there's a lot that goes on with that as well. Larry, you work with a number of different car companies. Mm -hmm. With True Car Now, Automotive Lease Guide, which really helps consumers figure out what's the proper price to pay. And no one had that kind of information a decade ago. Yeah, to, to Scott's point about the transparency of the Internet and the, uh, tr the transferability or the ability for consumers to really understand what the prices are of vehicles out there. And we recently did an interesting survey where we surveyed about 5,000 consumers and we asked them, what do you think a car dealer makes on a car? Interestingly, they came back at 20%. We're like, and we know that the NADA averages are closer to 3.8%. So we asked them another question. We said, what do you think is fair for a profit for a dealer to make? And they said 10%. And we said, okay, brass tax. If you could actually, if the dealer made zero money and you could write in a tip, what do you think is a fair tip? They said 8%. So the consumer perception of what the reality is, what dealers make as a group versus what, what, what they think they'd make or should make is a big disconnect. And that along with this little bit lack of price um, confidence. You know, a lot of customers aren't quite sure of, is what I'm paying for a car a fair price, not a fair price. So we believe by this ability to provide transparent information to consumers, it does two things. It not only builds price confidence on the consumer side, but it also allows dealers to have pricing confidence at the same time. You know, can I just say, I would love to get a hold of that list because if someone wants to give me 10% over, I'm all over that. <laughs> I knew you would, Scott. I knew you would. Speaking about pricing and selling things, Costco is one of the best in the world. Uh, I, was, I, I was aware that Costco sold cars, but Jim, run us through that a little bit because yeah. uh, I think a lot of people are unaware, sure. A, that you sell cars, and then you got to tell us how many because that is a mind-blowing number. Sure, I will. Well, first, thanks for having me. We really appreciate the opportunity to be here. and. 
none of you will recall the last time you saw a Costco ad on TV. You will a Chevy ad, but we really don't advertise, and um, it, it's, uh, it, it's a unique position to be in. We do send a little flyer out, and uh, we do have CostcoAuto.com. Uh, it's been very popular, and we uh, we love working with the dealers. I mean, it's uh, we just absolutely love working with them. Uh, Number-wise, we uh, uh, we sold over. Um, I shouldn't say sold because we don't sell them. The dealer sells them, but uh, we moved over four hundred and fifty thousand new cars last year, and That's we a are staggering number. You're, you're you're talking nearly half a million cars through a big box store. Um, like you say, you, you yeah, explain right. the process how that right. works. Then, well, we're growing rapidly, and, and uh, uh, our average dealer has been with us 14 years, and um, we think they like us because we certainly like them, and, and it's it's been a great it's just been a great relationship. So, um, uh, people, um, first of all. People like Costco. They like going in there. They like, uh, and, and their transaction price is really high. And, and um, I've always kind of joked that you know, if you if you want cheese, you go to the grocery store. If you want to carve something out of cheese, then you go to go to Costco, and, <laughs> and you can put it in the state fair. But so, uh, but it, it's it works like that. And so, what people do is, we have 50 million people a month walk into a uh, walk into Costco and when they walk in they walk by a new car because we park new cars where we're allowed to by law some places you can't do that and um, walk by a new car so the impressions are huge and uh, they stand back oh and a lot of people go I didn't know we, you could buy a car and so that's just one way we get to them the other way is CostcoAuto.com where you can go in um, and, and you're right. I mean, um, as far as uh, not knowing what they want, or uh, we do it either way. If you know what you want, you can go on a website and target it exactly. If you're not real sure, you can configure a vehicle. So, you know, I know I need room for the kids. I know uh, I, I don't like driving a, 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 you know, a big SUV. And, and you kind of get an idea. Gas mileage is important, et cetera, et cetera. And then we come back on there and recommend what you might be interested in. And... Uh, then you can uh, take a pick. But most people have some sense about, you know, I saw that car and I really like it and I think I'm kind of interested in that. And so they go in and they configure a car or they, they put the information on. And then it says you want to contact a dealer. And if you do, um, absolutely no obligation. You just hit a button. That lead then goes to the closest uh, dealer. In this case, it would be a Chevy dealer, closest participating Chevrolet dealer. And it goes into the fleet department. We work with fleet only. Uh, so that they're not the next walk in and into the uh, showroom. So you're working with uh, with that end of the business, and they have been trained by boots on the ground people from Costco. I mean, the dealer, the uh, uh, fleet fleet manager has and their personnel, or the uh, the web person, online person that they have in almost every dealership now. And uh, the dealer has agreed that they will contact, get back to the Costco member within 24 hours. Um, but quite honestly, we. We, the dealer closes uh, about 42% of the leads that we send them, when, and it's huge. I mean, no other place, nobody has that kind of a close ratio. Yeah, typically I want to say it's more like in the 5% range. Yeah, is that yeah. We think our closest competitor is, is single digits um, uh, as far as the quality to lead. So it's not 24 hours. Most of our members I, get I have to jump in there a little bit different because yeah. our close rate, um, especially on our affinity partners, is mid-30s. Mm -hmm. uh, so the... Um, uh, Average, uh, they get back to to our member generally within about, let's say, 30 minutes. But it's usually quicker than that, and the phone will ring, and uh, they will be given a price over the phone. 
and, uh, uh, and, and actually what you can buy that vehicle for. And there Scott. are guidelines that you set up for that uh, going in? Yeah, we do. So how do you get the price is a question. And so we don't determine the price. Um, we have, uh, you mentioned there are 30 plus Chevy dealers in the market here. And mm -hmm. so we will have, we certainly don't have all 30 dealers. Uh, we, will, we will have dealers that will represent a geographic location and will represent what we ask them to do. And that is, they must give us every month um, what they will sell a vehicle for. Mm -hmm. Not specific vehicle, like you know, what is, how much is that stock number, but every, uh, every Impala, every, every uh, Impala SS, every Silverado, whatever they are, and then they come back and say, well, for Costco, and they have to put it on a sheet, and then they say, we will sell everyone at um, invoice, 500 below invoice, a lot of it, or whatever it is, a lot of it is going to determine on how much you have in inventory. If you have an awful lot of white Silverado pickup trucks, you know, just got lots full of them, you're probably going to get a better deal than what you are the new Corvette. That would be You know, it's interesting when you talk guess. about new way of, of selling, right? You know, Jim mentioned 450,000 cars a year. In the last 12 months, we've sold a little over half a million cars. But I mean, when you talk about the different way people are buying cars, mm -hmm. to that point, it's based on introductions, based on a much more transparent environment. Uh, we do pricing a little bit different. Um, we aggregate um, transaction data from around the country and all the way down to zip code level. So customers can actually see a histogram of transaction prices in that area. The great part about it, the dealers see the same thing. So when the dealers are pricing cars on our portal, they actually see the same data the consumers see. Mm -hmm. So why do I need to price a car down if the average transaction price is $30,000? I don't need to do that. But to the point about selling cars in a new way, this is that new expectation of these new generations, especially the millennials, especially mobile. The thing we're seeing a dramatic shift in just in the last 12 months is a tremendous shift from online to mobile. That's why we introduced a new app and a few other things like that to actually be able to configure cars and get upfront prices on your actual phone. Because we're seeing as much as 40 to 50 percent of our, our introductions now coming from mobile devices. That's fantastic. You know, one of the things that we see in our area um, are a lot of planned buyers. And at Explain, our, you know, planned oh, buyers yeah, mean yeah. people who work at GM, Ford, or Chrysler, Correct. Of which the Detroit area has an abundance of. They really and they can do. all get discounts they through their can. company. And in fact, almost everyone that walks in the doors at our dealership can probably get a deal on either a Ford Chrysler or a Chevrolet. So uh, we need to be on our toes and, and take very good care of those people. So pricing-wise, um, most people that come in have a relaxed feeling about that. Because they've got their big discount anyway. They've got the big discount anyway, exactly. And then our job is, who do we tap to get those extra leads mm -hmm. from? And, and that's why dealerships partner with people like TrueCar and Costco. For sure. Uh, well, I was just going to ask you, as a dealer, you don't feel threatened by Costco or uh, uh, TrueCar coming in on your business? No, it's actually more of a partnership. Um, you know, there's a fee that we pay to join, but, you know, these are extra leads that we might not get just because someone um, is, uh, you know, maybe that small percentage that doesn't get the plan deal. And we even see people with plan deals come in with, um, you know, hey, I've, I've checked out this site and that site, and this is what I should be able to buy it for. So. Some, some interesting data that goes along with that, I think it exactly supports what you just said, Scott. As part of that survey we did on what people think dealers pay, we also asked about dealer advocacy, brand advocacy. Mm. And what we found is when a customer walks in the front door feeling good about the price, we saw two things. They saved on average 53 minutes at your store. Mm -hmm. So shorten that time in the store, which is, helps you through throughput and everything else. Absolutely. But more importantly, we saw almost a two times lift in, in dealer advocacy. 
people saying, I feel good about that dealer. Because they walked in saying, you know, I already know Scott is going to give me, you know, a fair price on that car. Um, then there's the trade-in and the other aspects of the, the business as well. But we also find that same, almost same ratio applies to the OEM or the manufacturer as well. So people feel good about your brand, your store. They also feel good about Chevrolet. Mm -hmm. So this is this kind of win-win, uh, we think, is just great synergy for the whole industry. It really is. And you mentioned used cars. And, you know, that, that's a lot of what we're seeing happening nowadays is people are coming in with um, expectation of what they want in their vehicle. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes, in fact, most of the time, people think of their car as excellent condition. And so they may have pushed that button and they have a number that's up here when in reality that number of excellent, I mean, I think in 32 years in the car business, I've seen five excellent cars come <laughs> through the door for trade-ins. So um, it's a little bit of an education uh, process, but they're still armed with something because most of the time um, that form will have not only excellent, but it'll have good, it'll have fair, and it'll have poor. So there's a range that we're able to work with. And again, like you mentioned, it's a very um, fair way of looking at it, and they feel comfortable. They have something in their hands. And, and Well, as a differentiator, and we are a differentiator, um, and I'm often asked, well, how does Costco make their money? You know, and and uh, Costco's <clears throat> a very interesting organization in that um, the thing that we focus on almost exclusively is membership and membership renewal. That's in, and so we mark everything in the store up pretty much the same amount. We're really focused on membership. So it has to be two things, incredible value for the, for the member and complaint free. We can't have complaints. And so we have a 99.4% top box rating on the auto buying service, which is unheard of in the industry. Would you recommend someone to buy <clears throat> their vehicles through Costco. Nobody can even come close to that, not even close. Why are you guys so good at that? I mean, what, what is the secret to your sauce? Because we have boots on the ground. We're the only buying service like this that has actually people that are in the market that are Costco employees that contact the dealer and they do complaint resolution. We have a call center in San Diego where you can call if you're a little confused about how the process works. You can pick up the phone anytime and just call and say, um, you know, I, uh, I'm not sure about this. Or, you know, the dealer was telling me this is that right. There's a verification process. But so anyways, once, they, uh, once we get the, the sheet back from, let's say, uh, your Chevy dealer, and um, they say, here's all the vehicles, and here's what we're willing to sell, we don't show that to the, the other Chevy dealer across town or here, Toyota, or any other Ford dealer. We allow them to set the price. Here's what we want to sell the vehicle for. And then when the... Uh, then we send the, the Costco member into the dealership, and they're going to see John, who was the fleet manager, and then he must do three things. He must, one, show you the Monroe, the MSRP, the window sticker, which is easy. Then he must show you the factory invoice, and then they must show you the Costco price that he told us they would sell the car for. And once they do that, then they say, okay, and generally... Um, I would say, as a rule, we are we are much much under um, the factory invoice, and so the way we make money is we we never charge on a per car basis uh, to the dealer. Um, we only we only charge for leads, and the dealer wants leads, and uh, they want as many 42 percent number as they can get in. They that's what they want. And so we monitor it. It's not like we change that every, every month. We monitor that on how the leads are drifting up or down. And um, so we know for a fact that the amount uh, that uh, the dealer 
is uh, paying for a lead is um, uh, not hundreds of dollars like they will to, to TrueCar or others. Uh, it's it's a very, very small amount of money. Huh. Very small amount of money. So then, uh, so then they, um, they close the deal and the members are very, uh, very happy. Now, a lot of dealers use addendums. And um, uh, so we survey every, every member, uh, 100% of the members, we call them and say, what was the buying experience? And uh, always very, very high, very pleased about the dealer relationship. And every once in a while, they'll say, well, you know, this had, uh, had an alarm on it that I didn't want that the dealer put on. And so what we will do is we'll go back to the dealer and say, you know, John didn't want that on his car. And uh, what we'd like you to do is either take it off or refund them the money. And um, if you don't, we will. Costco will pay for that. And if you've ever taken anything back to Costco, it's like it's a breeze. There, They'll there take are no, anything. There are anything. No <laughs> questions, not you. So it's very interesting. And but the dealers are really good about it uh, because the one thing they don't want to do is interrupt the the Costco relationship. Mm-hmm. And so they're very very good. And it is rare that we have a problem with the dealer. Mm-hmm. Extremely rare. And it's usually when we call back that manager is no longer with the dealership because they did something else. So so it's a great experience. Yeah. You know. Hey, I, I want to go back to mobile phones or mobile mm-hmm. devices and used cars because mm-hmm. uh, True Car has come out with an app for phones called Sell, Sell my, my Car. Sell My Car. D- explain that a bit. Yeah, one of the things we know through a lot of the data we have, it's probably a lot of people in this, even in the industry don't know this, but for, and Scott, you probably know it, for every 100 deals, about 70 of those deals or 75 need to dispose of a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And what we found through the data is only about 30 of that 75 actually trade the vehicle in. So 45 are disposing of their vehicle, usually through private transaction. What a painful process. Mm-hmm. Typically 30, 45 days. I got to meet people on streets and show them my car. It's just an unfriendly con- you know, conversation. So one of the pinch points we know with a lot of consumers is that trade-in process. How can we help facilitate between a dealer and a consumer that trade-in? Well, we just rolled out, or at least should roll out today, our new Sell My Car app. It's basically, we think it's the world's best mobile condition report. Basically, we walk you through, we show you exactly how to take pictures of your car. It automatically uploads those. You, you take a picture of your VIN. We pre-configure what that VIN is, so we know what that car is. We, we ask you to answer about 15 or 16 questions. Um, even we, a little humor, we actually, if you, have a, if you have a nickname for your car, you can put that in as well. But then we then allow that lead, that introduction or that sales sell my car application to go to the dealers. Mm-hmm. So the customer can then go into a true car dealer and the true car dealer can make an offer on that trade-in, but the dealer, to your point, Scott, is it really excellent or is it not? You still have to validate all that. Mm-hmm. But it's the opportunity for you to pre-see the information, gives you the information that the customer's at least interested in if disposing of a car, if not even purchasing another car. So eventually, one of the things that we do at Automotive Lease Guide is we are experts at forecasting future value. Well, the starting point for future value is the value today. So one of the things we hope to roll out as part of this is the opportunity to literally provide to the world what any car on the road in the United States is worth at any given time. And by able to do that, we really think we're going to be helping them understand from a price confidence point of view what used cars are worth Mm -hmm. in a realistic term, but also to provide the information to the dealers and introduce the dealers to those consumers in a very seamless way so that we hopefully will address two of the pinch points, right? Mm -hmm. The upfront price or feeling not knowing what's a fair price. And then the second piece is, what is my car worth? You know, the typical customer comes into your showroom every 5.96 years. That's what we're seeing based on the data. 
if we could pull that to five years or 4.5 years, because now I know I'm right side up on my equity. Mm -hmm. I feel pretty good about the value of my car today. You're always looking for good quality late model cars, right? We always Absolutely. hear from our dealers all the time, I need more cars. Mm -hmm. So we can help facilitate that introduction, help increase the velocity of the throughput. And we think it's just very synergistic and it could help the, the industry velocity quite a bit. No doubt, and I'll tell you, it, with uh, an app like that, uh, you're gonna be in a position that dealers, especially in this market, that you know there are so many of the plan, the GM employee plan, and mm -hmm. you know Chrysler and Ford plans out there, um, that gives dealers another opportunity with TrueCar, for example, because they already know what the price of the car is going to be right. if, if they're a GM employee. So now, what's the next step? It is tough looking and trying to figure out what those cars are worth. So it sounds like a great guide that you came up with. That's, yeah. that's really neat. We're excited. I'll, I'll send you guys the link as soon as it gets up. All right. You send me the list of the car buyers that you surveyed, <laughs> and, and I'll sign up. How's Absolutely. That? <laughs> Absolutely. Good deal. Jim, uh, obviously yeah. Costco does not handle trade-ins or anything like that, or, or do you? Well, we do. We do it a little bit differently, and that is uh, the member will say, well, you know, it's, it's very clean when you have no trade because you just get, you know, you get the price, and it's a, and it's, and it's a great price. It, re it really is a great price. Um, but um, when the member will say, well, I have a, I have a trade-in, and we say, well, um, you, you do want to make sure that they, you, you get a price that, you know, when you, when you go over there to look at the car, and uh, fully, you know, interesting, fully 50% of the people that think they're going in to buy the particular car that they got on the price change because, um, I'll, I'll tell you why in a couple, but sometimes there is a, a special Costco gift card that we've worked out with the factory that is unbelievable. Um, or there may be um, incentive money and they say, you know, we can actually move you up to the, um, the LTZ instead of the LS for about the same money because of the, the rebate. But the other thing we tell them is the dealer will give you a price, and you may or may not like that price. That's up to you. But what we suggest is that you go to CarMax, who will give you a seven-day written guarantee on, on what they will buy your car for. And here are the dealers in your area. You can go over there. They'll look at your vehicle. They will give you a 17 uh, or a, a seven-day uh, buying guarantee. It'll give you time if you want to you know, shop and go back. Uh, but we find oftentimes their dealer that we that we sent them to will match that price or do a little better. So they really they really get the real value because at the end of the day you can put anything you want on an app, but the dealer wants to eyeball the vehicle. They are not going to buy that. Are they? I don't think they're going to buy that no. vehicle until they physically eyeball it because yeah. everybody's car is. Um, much, much nicer than, you know, this is mint, and uh, you've heard that probably. We have, and yeah. with all due respect, I mean, they, they know how it's been taken care of and things like that, sure. but unfortunately on the real market, that scratch on the bumper and the fact that it needs two tires and, and, and what's that noise, um, those all play into, and it's a big, big factor. You touched on something yeah. earlier yeah. with the uh, bonus, um, and Costco <clears throat> has done this a couple times, and we've been involved as Chevrolet dealers, where they pick, um, five or six vehicles, it might be the Traverse, it might be the Malibu and, and the Cruise, we'll just use those three. And if people, members come in and buy a vehicle, they get a $500 Costco gift card. It's quite an incentive and we definitely see an uptick with that uh, when, when it does come out. Yeah, and what you have to understand is that's not off, I mean, that's not uh, taken out of the deal that you gave us the price on. I mean, Correct. that's the price you're going, so this comes from the factory, it's yep. negotiated and maybe they want to move Silverados. We did a deal with Volvo uh, not long ago, and we moved um, 
uh, a little over 47% of the Volvos that were sold countrywide were sold in during that period of time, were sold through Costco. But I also, I also must mention that we not only do Costco, we're, we're kind of like the wedding planners. Costco is one of our customers for affinity uh, development group. We're the, we're, we're the wedding planners behind the scene, but we also do other affinity uh, groups. We have, we have uh, some AAAs. We do um, uh, also do a Navy Federal Credit Union. We do Desert School Credit Unions. We have other affinity relationships, but um, we do the most right now through Costco, and that's growing. But we're always looking for those kind of deals from the factory, and you'll see you'll see more of those coming along. These affinity relationships are important because TrueCar, as a as an entity, we run over 500 websites, and we run affinity programs like USAA. Trip, we have most of AAA's in the United States, Consumer Reports, American Express, PenFed, Navy Federal as well. And what we find is, is today, 75% of a, a car buying population in the United States touches at least one of our affinity partners. Wow. So to Jim's point, the importance of these relationships and the ability to target incentives. When you talk about incentive spend, it's $40 billion a year in the United States, 2700 and some change per unit, right. right? We're all very familiar with those numbers, right? The reality is to sell more cars, there's a price elasticity of about a negative two in this industry, which means to sell an incremental car could be ten dollars or $12,000. Efficient spend is targeted programs, USAA members, Costco, other things where the OEM can offer a specific target incentive to a USAA member or a consumer report participant. Very efficient spend, very great member benefits, super high satisfaction rates. It's just it's such a win-win for the manufacturers in all sorts of, of ways. You know, the, the bottom line is, and one of the reasons why I'm here is because we have the dealership and we're the end users of mm-hmm. your products, and it really has changed a lot. People come in armed with great information. We want a well-educated consumer through the doors. It means a lot to us. The process goes a lot smoother. And that change in itself has been wonderful. And we're fortunate to have the opportunity. Well, listen to what all of you are saying. The more transparent you make the entire process, whether it's on used Mm -hmm. cars, new cars, buying it at a traditional dealer or, or someplace else altogether, it's all about trying to make it as transparent as possible and as easy for the consumer, and that's when you get consumer satisfaction. Yep, that's exactly right. Well, with that, we're going to have to wrap this up. Uh, very interesting discussion. Uh, I, I think we're going to have to have you back at some point because I think a little bit down the road, it'll all change all over again. <laughs> but Scott LaRiche from Lou LaRiche Chevrolet, great having you. Jim Breeder from uh, the, uh, what was it, the Affinity a- Group? A- Affinity Development Group. Okay, I had identified you with Costco. Well, I didn't realize. they're our biggest customer. They're your biggest right. one. Yep. Okay, and Larry Dominique, <clears throat> True Car and an Automotive Lease Guy. Great having you all here. I want to thank all of you for having tuned in.